This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, the definitive look at all things outdoors in the true north. Well, today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, we have the pleasure to talk with Jerry Albert from the Grand Rapids Fisheries Office. He's a large lake specialist for Lake Winnie. And Jerry, I see you got a meeting coming up to take a look at some what you... Well, I'm not sure exactly what you're taking a look at. Just maybe some changes on Lake Winnie? Yes. Um, we've had zebra mussels um, that have become established in the lake, and along with that, um, yeah, very significant changes in water clarity. And that has changed the ability of a lot of anglers to catch walleyes. So there's been some questions about, okay, what's, what's going on on Winnie? And uh, it's been quite a while since we've done a public meeting, so we thought we'd uh, open up to the public everything that we know and and um, discuss historical changes in the fishery, um, mostly as they relate to walleye, uh, northern pike, and yellow perch. Okay. And so, again, to clarify, we're not looking at changing any rules at this point or anything like that. Uh, this is more of just a knowledge and information meeting. Right, right. Um, the 18 to 23 protected um, slot on walleyes is relatively new, and um, it appears to be doing what it was intended, and that's allowing the anglers to take some of the fish that uh, they had to release in the past, and now we have a, a surplus of those spawning stock-sized fish, and uh, why not let people have at them? They, they uh, released them in the past, and, and now maybe they'll take a couple home. Jerry, as we, as we look at what's going on in Winnie, and I know, you know, there's a lot of people like uh, on any lake that rely on that lake for a living, so there's a lot of concern out there. Are we concerned that there's a lack of fish in there, or is it just a change in the way the fish are operating? Well, it's, it's a little bit of both. Um, any walleye fishery has its ups and downs um, in, in fish population. And right now we are in one of the down periods. It's not the first time we've seen that. Um, so we're investigating the, the causes, um, trying to figure out what is happening and uh, see if there's any, any steps to rectify that. Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, and I know when it comes to invasive species, it's really, it really takes a while before you really get a grip on what is going on. But one thing we know about, um, about the zebra mussels they do tend to clear up a lake as far as uh, making that water a little clearer. Well, definitely. Um, Pre-zebra mussel water clarity, we, we have this disc that uh, has four quarters, quadrants to it, and they're painted alternately white and black. We lower it down in the water, and when it disappears, um, that's what we call our secchi depth. So that's the, the distance we can see that disc through the water. In the good old days, we were having secchi disc readings of 6 to 8 feet. Um, in 2017, they varied from 12 to 24 feet. Mm. That changes so much, a lot. Much clearer. And, and, that, and that changes fish behavior in a big way, does it not? Oh, yeah. Walleyes, they, they don't like light. So <laughs> uh, they're going to go where they're comfortable, and that's someplace where their eyes don't hurt. Well, yeah, because in, in years past, you you know, you'd know in the summertime about this depth and this spot that the fish were going to be. And, and the big takeaway I've gotten over the last few years is they're just not there anymore. They're, um, they're deeper or they're someplace else. Yes, they're using different habitat um, than they did in the past. That Some anglers have keyed in on that. Um, and I think as time goes on, more and more anglers are figuring it out. 
um, that should help with the success rate, but there, there's no substitute for fishing when the fish are biting, which is going to be more early morning, late evening. Um, on those bumpy days out there when the wind's blowing pretty good, those would be the, the key times to fish for walleyes. Yeah, I know just talking to people over at Cass Lake, for example, that already, I mean, that, I didn't think that water could get any clearer. But it has, and it's really made it uh, a change in, in when you can actually find walleyes on that lake, even more than in the past. Yep. This is very similar to any, and the two are connected and share the same, uh, the same zebra mussel problem. Yeah. And, again, once they're in, there's really not a whole lot we can do, right? No, there, there's no um, way to treat the lakes and, and get rid of them. Um, we have to, to learn to live with them. Um, and Mother Nature is going to adapt to them being in the system, and then we have to adapt to them as well. More of the great outdoors with Kev Jackson next on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Jerry Elbert, Large Lake Specialist in charge of Lake Winnie, my guest today. Have you seen in other examples where, where um, zebra mussels have been in lakes longer what, what it has in the longer term done to those lakes? Um, well, the zebra mussels come from east to west, so what I do is I look out east. Um, Lake Oneida in New York is probably one of the first that had zebra mussels, and there, there is a, a lot of documentation of changes over time. Um, and one of the long-term dynamics of that fishery is that the year classes seem to be uh, a little bit farther apart. Uh, you don't have a strong year class as frequently as you did. Not that you don't have a strong year class, but it, there seems to be a longer duration between them. And that's, I'm sure, is something that uh, walleye anglers, anglers will be very concerned about going forward. Yes, um, and and I always have to emphasize that um, Winnie's not just a, a walleye fishery. Um, sure. It's a, a very good northern pike fishery and perch fishery as well. And the northern pike are in excellent shape, and the perch are in good shape and, and appear to be getting better as far as the number of large fish in the system. So the, the walleye is something that uh, I fish the lake a lot, and I'll pursue it when the times are right. And then uh, when it's uh, one of those clear, calm days, I'm after the pike and the perch, and they put a good bend in the rod, and they taste pretty darn good, too. That's a fact. People have people got to understand that. Uh, there's a lot of fish out there that taste good. I mean, hey, even eel pout tastes good, I'm telling you. Um, but <laughs> let's talk about the northerns a little bit. One of the things I like about uh, Lake Winnie is you got a good, solid uh, size of northern on a, on a regular basis. Uh, they're not always the hugest, but they're not the you know the small little hammer handles either. You usually have a pretty good size. There, there is a pretty wide size distribution. Um, I believe in 2017 we caught fish from about 19 inches up to 36. Um, anything 20 inches and up um, can fly pretty decent because, like you said, they have shoulders. Yeah. The uh, there's a regulation that's going to change. Um, we're in uh, a zone of the state that's called the North Central Zone, and coming up in 2018, we'll have a protected slot limit on all of the lakes in Minnesota in that zone uh, from 22 to 26 inches. 
Um, there are quite a few pike in that range on Winnie, and they grow rapidly. So before too long, we should see quite a few fish that are above 26 inches, um, which makes a pretty good um, stake, and uh, they fight really well. And that's that's really the purpose of that new regulation, right, is to get uh, more of those bigger fish. Bump the average size up. Uh, when we did a, a survey of anglers in the state, um, the pike anglers indicated that they preferred fish in that 26, 27-inch range. Um, there's also some biological changes that could occur. Um, in Winnie, we've seen uh, increase in pike population, and at the same time, we've seen the increase we've seen a bit of a decrease in average size. And that's typical in a lake. Um, If the larger pike get taken out of a fishery, they respond by reproducing well and producing a lot of fish, a lot of small pike that compete with each other, and then they grow slower. So in theory, and hopefully in practice, um, by protecting some of those mid-sized fish, we should have less small fish coming into this um, fishery and that should result in better growth rates, and then we should get more larger fish um, available to the anglers. Okay. And when it comes to the perch, that lake is an amazing perch fishery. I mean, year in, year out, I hear uh, probably the best average size perch and numbers uh, of any lake in this area. It's a, it really is a great perch fishery. And it, it is amazing with all the fish in there that are trying to eat them and all the anglers that are trying to eat them. It's amazing they're still there in abundance, but they are. <laughs> it is. Uh, let's talk about the muskie a little bit. I mean, I I, uh, I check out the, the big uh, fishing tournament at the end of the year the uh, from the Twin Cities uh, Muskies, Inc. chapter, and I always see a few come off Winnie. But but not like others, and and I've never been able to get a good answer as whether there is a lot of muskie in there or not. Nobody seems to know. Well, I I can't answer that from our assessments because we don't catch them. Um, we put out our assessment nets and catch one every four or five years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we we we've tried to target them with electrofishing in the spring, and they are elusive critters. I do much better sampling them by rod and reel than than with our our sampling methods. Um, so they are there. There are some very large individuals, but it's not it's not a a large population. Okay, but it it seems to be pretty a pretty stable population. Yes. Yep. And periodically you'll see pulses of those mid thirty inch fish come through. Um, so we we know there's reproduction recruitment going on. Um, just very hard to quantify. Okay. What about the uh, the hard water season this winter? What have you heard? It's been excellent. I've had resort owners calling me up. Um, one called up and said, hey, Jerry, what the heck did you do to Winnie? And I'm ready to get both barrels. And, and he says, fishing's been great. <laughs> so um, the, um, the perch have been good. The, the walleyes, although there are not a lot of the small walleyes in the system, They've been catching a pretty good catch rate, and there are quite a few fish that are over 23 that are being harvested, Um, and the pike are pretty much everywhere. Uh, Season's closed now, but fishing was very good while the season was open. Does um, the zebra mussels affect um, hard water fishing at all, or is that more traditional, even with zebra mussels? It seems to be more traditional and um, my best guess is when you get snow cover 
on the lake, it reduces visibility, and it's kind of like those early morning, late evening periods for much more of the day. So the fish are a little more comfortable and feed a little bit more willingly when anglers are out there trying to catch them. Okay. Well, great information, Jerry, and I know you got a big meeting coming up, so uh, why don't you let us know uh, where and when we can attend that. Okay. Um, the meeting will be from 7 until 10, and we'll start at 7. Um, probably won't take till 10, but we've left plenty of time for people to ask questions. It'll be in uh, the Fire Center in Grand Rapids, and I don't have an address for that right here. Uh, oh, I have it here. 413 Southeast 13th Street. Yep, great, great. So it's... Um, Oh. And that's on Tuesday, March 20th, I believe. Tuesday the 20th, yep. Okay. Um, 7 till 10 are the, the meeting times. We'll start at, right at 7 o'clock. And uh, you guys will give out some data points and uh, plenty of time, it looks like, for questions as well. You bet. Uh, I'm going to try to take people, um, try to reach a new audience. We uh, have meetings with the resort owners and, and the Winnie Association. There's um, bait dealers, other other guides in that group. They, they see this data on an annual basis. And we're trying to make this available to everybody because there's a whole lot more than that group that use the lake. Absolutely. No question about it. Um, so March 20th, that's a Tuesday night, 7 o'clock at the Grand Rapids Fire Center, 413 Southeast 13th Street. Jerry Albert is the uh, Large Lake Specialist for Lake Winnie. Thank you, Jerry, for taking time on the last second to talk with me today. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Check out Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe on Podcast One or iTunes. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.